here, welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi friend, how are you? I hope you're well. I have just done a couple of Insta stories about procrastination of this episode because I have been jumping about my kitchen, faffing, dancing, doing an Insta story here and everywhere because I've just been procrastinating from actually doing this episode because I just, I don't know, sometimes I feel like a wee bit of, a wee bit of all that stuff gets my creativity juices flowing. And anyway, someone replied on my Facebook story and said, oh Meg, procrastination is the thief of time. Take a quantum leap through the fear barrier and go for it. And I know that that message was meant well. And I kind of, I smiled to myself, but I also thought, I know, I know, mate, I know that it's the thief of time. So does every other Tom, Dick and Harriet who procrastinates in their life. We all know that it's not ideal. We all know that it's the thief of time. We all know that all of a sudden the clock has moved an hour and you're no further forward. But the question is, how do you go over it and what do you do about it? Well, I'm not going to talk to you about that right now because I've just been procrastinating, so I've been an ultimate hypocrite if I came on and spoke to you about procrastination. However, what I'm going to talk to you about is the sense of urgency. And I think the more you have a sense of urgency, the more likely you are to just do things without overthinking them and without delaying them. And there's two things that really drive a sense of urgency. And this sense of urgency can be in your business, it can be in your fitness goals, it can be in anything that you want to achieve in your life. A real key thing to have is your sense of urgency. And I listened to a podcast about this recently on the Lewis House School of Greatness podcast. It's a really, really good one. It's by a coach who has coached the likes of Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and he has a mindfulness course for athletes, basically. It was a really interesting podcast, but he was speaking about how Lewis asked him, what is the what is the main force that makes, makes the difference? What is the thing that makes that top 1% the top 1%? And he said, it's a sense of urgency and a drive to do it, a drive to want it. So when he speaks to athletes and he says, you know, how are you? How are you feeling? And they say, you know, I'm good, I'm just chilling. But he's like, whoa, something's not right here if you're chilling. It's all about finding that reason to move, that reason to do what you're doing, and that drive behind what makes you be the person that you are, what makes you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. And he spoke about the difference between being driven from a place of fear and a a place of love. This is something that I have read a lot about in Tony Robbins, literature, Tony Robbins is a massive fan of speaking about the fact that you're either driven by pain or you're driven by pleasure. Most of us are driven by pain. So what I mean by that is what's going to make you go and work your business? What's going to make you go and run the marathon? Is it is it the fact that you don't want to, say for example, work in your business? So you need to make money. That's, that's the key driver here. So Are you making money because you want to buy a new house and because you want to go on nice holidays and because of 
the fact that you want to send your kids to another school and all of that pleasure-focused vision? Or do you need to make money so that you can pay your bills? Otherwise, you're going to end up without a home. Do you need to make money so that you can afford to send your kids to the classes that they want to go to? Otherwise, they won't be able to have the life that you would love for them. And you're focusing more on the pain there than you are on the pleasure. If you are, say for example, going, it's, it's your fitness goals. Is it the pain of being overweight? Is it the pain of being unhealthy? Is it the pain of the fact that heart conditions run in your family? Is it the pain of the fact that Alzheimer's and dementia are in your family? That's what fuels you to have a really solid base for your nutrition that you eat. Or is it the pleasure focus because you want to feel healthy, because you want to look good in the clothes that you buy? Is it because you want to have a great quality of life? What is it that's driving you? Is it the pain? Or is it the pleasure? And this podcast explored the idea of the fact that urgency can really be driven by fear and by that pain and it can make you run really, really fast. So there's nothing like your ass being on fire to make you go and find something to put that fire out because it's got extreme consequences. Whereas the pleasure and the the distant reality of what is possible may not make you run as fast. However, we also spoke about the fact that, I say we also spoke, I was not in Lewis's house podcast, however I felt like I was, they also spoke about the fact that when you are driven by love, it'll take you further than being driven by fear. When you're driven by pleasure, it'll take you further than being driven by pain. So pain and fear will get you so far, but it always has to finish. It always has to end up turning into a place of pleasure and a place of love because otherwise you're going to end up burnt out. You're going to end up having thoughts in your mind that are negative, you're being driven from something external, something happened, therefore you have to do the thing. Rather than you feel a certain way, therefore you have to do the thing. And when you have it within you, you have it within your mind, within your heart to motivate yourself to go and move, it's far more powerful than waiting on an external event to help you move. So those are the differences. So the thing to remember here is you don't know where you'll end up if you don't have a goal. If you don't have a goal, you will end up anywhere or you could end up back to the start. So even if the pain that you're feeling right now is making you move, decide where you want to end up, decide what the bigger goal is. Otherwise, you might end up moving in the completely wrong direction. And when you figure out whether you are being moved by love or being moved by fear, you know which wolf to feed. So in your mind at any one point, there's a love wolf and a fear wolf. The one who wins in the fight, the wolf fight, is the one that you feed. Are you feeding the fear? Are you feeding the negativity? Are you focusing on the pain? Or are you focusing on the love? Are you focusing on what you can give yourself? Are you focusing on the self-care and the discipline and all the good stuff that you can give yourself? Because the one who you feed will win. And it's important to remember that whatever you do in your life, you're always going to have those two voices. You're always going to have the love wolf. 
You're always going to have the fear wolf. One tells you you can do it. One tells you, you know, you can do it. Go faster. Let's make this happen. The other says, who do you think you are? You're not capable of doing that. Why would anyone listen to you? All of these kind of things. And people who are very successful in their life, regardless of the vocation that they have, regardless of the job that they do, everyone at different points in their life, this can come completely out of the blue. It can build up for a while and you almost get to a point where you expect it. Or it can just, you know, you're you're in your stride, you're in flow, and then boom, you hear a voice that says, they're not going to listen to you, or what are you talking about? That's completely normal because we all have it. It's human nature. It's just that voice that wants to keep you small and keep you comfortable. The thing is, when you have a goal, when you have a vision, when you're being driven by love, when you're focusing on where you're going because you've got that goal, you don't listen to the voice half as much as you would have if you didn't know where you were going. Because when you're on a mission and you're focused, you realise you've got a job to do, so that voice might be there, but you can't really afford to listen to it right now. You just have to quieten the voice and have it almost like background music playing in your head rather than the forefront soundtrack. It's when that voice that tells you you're not capable becomes the forefront soundtrack and that's when you've got a problem and that's when you find yourself cancelling things or you know maybe you've got a big event. Maybe you're speaking at a big event. So recently I spoke at an event and there was definitely little voices in my head that said, oh, should you be doing this? You know, are you a little bit nervous? What if you screw up? All those voices. And I could have said, well, actually, maybe someone else would be better for this job or maybe it's not the thing that I should be doing because it wasn't comfortable. Standing on a stage talking to hundreds of people is not comfortable. However, doing things that are comfortable will not help you grow. So whenever you're challenged to do something uncomfortable, always, always, always say yes. But on that stage, when I heard those voices, I had a decision to either let that voice be the soundtrack of my life, the one that said, do you know what, I'm just not going to bother, give this job to this person because they would do it better than me. Or I can just let it play, but don't listen to it. Just have it as background music in your in your head and then move on with your life. Because you don't have to make it disappear completely in order to get on with things. You just have to let it play as background music and not pay any attention to it. Where your energy goes your focus flows. Where your focus goes, your energy flows. When you focus on something, negative or positive, energy flows to that situation. Energy flows to that thought. Make it good thoughts. These thoughts will be there. Just don't pay any attention to them. Don't feel like you have to make them disappear completely because even the top 1% in any industry, in any sport, still have thoughts like that because they're human beings and that's completely normal. The trick is to just let them play anyway because the most important opinion about your life is the opinion of yourself. And regardless of whatever it is that you're doing or what you're worried about, usually it's the judgment of others and what other people will think. It doesn't matter because you know what path you're on and you're going to do it anyway. And that brings me back to the fact that having a goal is so, so powerful because 
I recently learned this lesson when I signed up to the half marathon. I have done more exercise since I started the half marathon training than I had done in a long time. Purely because I have a goal that's 12 weeks away, I have to get my body in shape to run 13.1 miles. Don't forget the point one. That's a crucial point one. Otherwise, I'm going to fail. Otherwise, it's not going to happen because I've got that goal. So it also helps with that sense of urgency. If you don't have a goal, you're not going to have a sense of urgency. You're going to dilly-dally and let things happen and days will turn into weeks, weeks turn into months, months turn into years, and it's very easy to let that be the story of your life. I was going to do that thing, but then I didn't. I was going to write that book, but then I didn't. I was going to start that business, but then I didn't. Have a sense of urgency, set a goal. If you don't already have a goal, set it tell people about it, get that accountability, maybe it's on social media, maybe it's your friends, maybe it's me, tell me about the goal and I'll keep you accountable to it. I love nothing more than when people tell me that um, the content of this podcast has helped them achieve a goal and watching people start their own businesses, watching people do things that they were scared to do, watching people challenge themselves in ways that they maybe wouldn't have before is honestly what sets me on fire. So do it for yourself. Get a reason to do the thing that you're avoiding doing. Whether that's setting a goal, whether that's having accountability, whether it's a bit of both. And remember that it's not all going to be easy easy sailing. It's not all going to be simple. Often we think that we set a goal and it's a straight on upward curve until the day that you start, the day that you get there. It's absolutely not. It's zigzags, it's scribbles, it's up, it's down, it's peaks, it's troughs. There will be moments where you're in those troughs thinking, how the heck am I actually going to achieve this goal? But it's what happens when you're in that trough that defines you. It's how long you spend in that trough that makes you move forward. It isn't an actual trough. It's not an actual pit. Nobody dug a hole six foot deep and put you in it. It's all in your mind. So if you decided that you were in a pit, then you just need to decide to get back out again. And those decisions are made by simple movements, simple steps forward, simple adoption of good habits. When you're feeling like things are really hard, just choose one good habit at a time to start back up again and take it from there. Nine times out of ten when someone is not achieving a goal or they're not going for the goal in the first place, which is a completely different story, is that they're just spending too much time in their own head. You just need to get out of your own way. And this podcast that I was listening to, one of the quotes from it was, you have to forget yourself to find yourself. And what that means is forget yourself right now. Forget about all the BS stories that are playing in your head. Forget about all the excuses Forget about the fact that you've told yourself you're in a dip, you've told yourself you're in a pit, you've told yourself you're having a hard time and focus on the task that you need to do, focus on the activity that will move you forward in your goal and that's when you find yourself, when you focus on the movement, you focus on the activity, you focus on the thing that you're avoiding doing, that's when you find yourself and you start to light up again. So forget yourself to find yourself. And something that I always, always live by is... 
never leave the sight of a decision without taking action to help that decision come to fruition. I'll say that again. Never leave the sight of making a decision without taking action that will help that decision come to fruition. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, I am going to dot, dot, dot. I am going to do that thing. I am going to build my business. I am going to start that business. I am going to make that phone call. Whatever it is that's holding you back, that's taking up space in your mind, that's you've got as baggage in your shoulders right now, whatever it is that you're avoiding doing and you've decided, right, I'm going to do that thing. Then before you turn this podcast off, before you move on with your life after listening to this, do something. Take some kind of action before you leave the site of that decision. So that action may look like signing up for a course or messaging the person who who you know will be able to help you with the business or signing up with a personal trainer or logging onto Amazon and buying the book that will help you gain that knowledge that you need or putting your trainers on and moving your body right now or going onto the supermarket and buying a healthy shop. Whatever it is, whatever your decision is, do something, actual action that will help you move closer to your goal and do it now because those little actions that happen in those 30 second, one minute, two minute blocks are honestly the difference between people who get what they want to get in life and people who don't because acting quickly is half of the battle and even when it comes to building my business I know that those little moments of inspired action when you get that little nudge, when you get that little feeling that you should send that message or make that call or do that post or whatever it is, when you get that little nudge, always, always act on it. When a name pops into your head that you should phone, always phone them. When you haven't spoken to someone in ages and something makes you think of that person, always send them a message or give them a call because that's happening for a reason, because you're being guided towards where you're going, because you put that out there that that's your goal and that's your vision. Always think about the acronym WIN, so W-I-N. What is important now? It's actually four words, not three. What's important now? What can you do in this moment, right now, that will make a difference to this decision that you just made? What's important now? Not what needs done, like the dishwasher needs emptied and the washing machine needs loaded and the dog needs out and the emails need replied to, all that stuff. What's important now? What actually will move the needle now and do that thing right now? And I guarantee you, probably will take you less than five minutes because these important things usually don't even take that much time. It's all about taking that inspired action, having the the courage to be brave enough in that moment. And as we know, the more moments that we have that we act with courage, the more moments of bravery that we have, the more our confidence builds, the more our self-esteem builds, and the less likely we are to listen to that voice that tells us we can't do it in the first place. So forget yourself to find yourself, get out of your head, get into action, and have a sense of urgency because you only get one shot at this. The clock is ticking and you want to make sure you have a good day so that you have a good week, so that you have a good month, so that you have a good year. Loads of love.
Thank you so much for listening. If you found value from that episode today, then I would love for you to share it on your social media. You'll find me at Instagram at Meg McLean UK and the podcast is at SheCanPod. And if you found value, then please hop on to Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review. I would love you forever. And that really helps with visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast. So thanks so much for your time. Thank you for spending your half hour with me and I hope to see you really soon.